0: Hello and welcome to Encounter Church Cape Town. We're so excited that you can join us for this message and we speak God's abundant blessing upon you, your families and all of your spheres of influence as you do so. Enjoy as you engage with God. Morning everyone. Shall we pray? Again. (laughs) Yeah, Father, I just thank you that you been speaking to us so powerfully uh, this morning. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity that we've had to lift your name up even higher. Yeah, you are, your name is above every other name, Lord. Yeah, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that you are Lord. So we thank you, Jesus, for that we have the, the privilege of coming together as part of your family in, in this city to worship you this morning, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord, that we turn our attention, we turn our gaze um, uh, to you, Lord, and you've, just through the words that you've been speaking to us this morning, Lord, you've you've been empowering us and building us up and causing us to see you again, just to look at your face, so yeah, Just continue to come and speak to us. Open up these passages in your word, Lord, that we may, yeah, they may be imparted into our spirits. In Jesus' name. Mm. Amen. Amen. (coughs) Wonderful. Well, you you are going to laugh when you hear the title of this message. (laughs) Anyway, any guesses? Uh, Faith. It's called, Where is Your Faith? (laughs) So... Which is uh, amazing. So I was driving here, just I just left home, and I said to God, um, "Please, won't you just arrange for someone to bring a prophetic word on the topic that I'm sharing as a as a sign that I've heard from you correctly and we're on the right track?" <laughs> so um, um, so during worship, I um, I don't know I like to prompt Peter every now and again. I don't know if you've noticed that. So I said, Peter, have you any idea what God is doing in this meeting here? <laughs> And he said, "No, ha- have you?" And I said, "No, I'm preaching. I just like other people to bring words, you know, so I can I want to hear what God is saying." And then, after a few minutes, he turns to me and he said, "I just feel... What is it? You said?" I "Said, are you speaking on?" Faith? "Are you speaking on faith?" <laughs> <laughs> At which point, I was like, "Why?" <laughs> so I said to him, "Why?" And then he went on and told me. And I was like, "Wow! Well, that's actually exactly what I'm what I'm speaking on this morning." So, so just it's amazing that you know you have like confidence that you come into alignment with what God is saying in this season, you know. So it's a very powerful (laughs) time. So yeah. So turn with me in your bibles, if you, or your phones, to um, Luke chapter eight, please. On. So the message is called "Where Is Your Faith." But uh, yeah, we're going to just unpack a very short um passage here. It's Luke 8:22. Um not going to read it all at once, but we'll just unpack it like verse by verse if that's all right. So yeah, Luke 8:22. <coughs> yeah, so it's It says, one day Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side of the lake. (laughs) We'll just pause there. We'll do it step by step. So, yeah, just what has God called each one of you to? Just think of something. um, um, Yeah, think of a calling or a a vision, something that God has, has, has told you about, you know, so... When he said to you the equivalent of let's go over to the other side of the lake. So let's start a business <laughs> or let's expand this area of business or let's sell your house and buy your buy house in a different place. Or, um, yeah, let's uh, step out on a journey of believing God to be healed from sickness, you know, or, you know, um, yeah, let's. So I think we can all think of different things eh? that the Lord has kind of called us to. And um, yeah, just think of the, that sort of excitement which you which you had when the Lord first gave you that kind of instruction, or that vision, or that calling. Or you know, it's like wow, you know, God's calling me, me to this. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. And the disciples were like, yes, we're going on an adventure with the Lord, <laughs> with their with their Lord. Yeah, let us go over to the other side of the of the lake and it's something they've done like, you know, so many times. But I'm sure they would have known that with Jesus is always an adventure, you know, and, you know, amazing things were awaiting them on the other side of the lake. Um, They actually go on um, to uh, see a demon possessed man um, um, set free, delivered. And so just breakthrough happens in that area. Um, And so that's, you know, that type of thing is maybe what they had in mind, (laughs) you know, seeing, seeing the glory that, that awaits and yeah seeing people that would have bound to have been people set free or delivered or healed or, but um, it's amazing. You know, uh, the disciples were not given a list of, a list of guidelines, (laughs) a list of instructions. They... Um, it would have, I mean, uh, it, the whole passage here is called Jesus calms a storm, you know, so we know a storm is coming. But it would have been useful to have heard, you know, when a, if a storm does come, don't panic, you know, or if a storm comes, bail out the water. Yeah, <laughs> would have been useful to have had some. the <laughs> Yeah, you know the life jackets are under your seat. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they had life jackets in those days. Uh, hopefully fishermen swam, I don't know. Maybe they didn't. But so they were being uh, but they they put their faith in uh, in a person. They put their faith in Jesus, not in the all the list of guidelines or instructions, you know, which which Jesus um, was hopefully would have given but didn't, <laughs> um, and yeah. If you think of, if I think of some of the places that you know that God has called me to go, some of the places I've worked, um, you know, I haven't got a list list of all the guidelines or the instructions. First, you know, if, uh, if you remember when I went up to uh, Darfur, West Darfur in uh, uh, Sudan in two thousand and seven to work for six months, um, I knew there was civil war happening in the area, but. God just gave me a vision of ministering to Arab people, um, on, and I saw the picture He gave me was of a, was of a, of a, an Arab person on a, on a camel, like decked up in you know like Arab robes and um, outfit, and yeah, just walking through the sand on this on this camel, and it was, and I just I caught his heart when I saw this vision because He showed me His His love for the for these people. Um, and I knew it was up there somewhere, up in like Sudan or kind of North Africa region. So, so that's that's kind of like the vision that I had. And then it was actually soon after that that then the NGO that I was working for at that time asked me if I wanted to go to work in West of Four in Sudan. <laughs> so I was, and I said yes within on this you know in a within the same phone call and they said normally people don't say yes <laughs> like you know normally people say i'll take a week or i'll take a month to think about it and i was like no god's god's had already spoken to me about this so i'm happy to go and they said you know it's war it's a war zone and it's like yeah no that, that's fine god's already spoken to me about going up there because i'd captured that vision so um, you know, and I didn't have a list of all the guidelines, the instructions, you know, I didn't have the... Normally, when you work in these places, the first thing they give you is the is the manual, the security manual. You know, all that this is the places that you can't go, these are the things you can't do, these are the things you do. Um, if there's a gun battle in the town, um, this is what you should do. And You know, you don't get all of that. <laughs> um, but, so it's amazing. We're often asked to put our, just our faith in Jesus, eh? The disciples had to put their faith in a person, not in a list of guidelines or instructions. Um, so you just think of whatever venture, you know, the Lord has asked you to step out on. You haven't received everything, eh? Am I right? So, um, yeah, we have to be content sometimes in mystery, yeah, because uh, we, we live in the tension between the now and the not yet, you yeah? know. We're, we're, we're embarking on a journey, but we don't know what is, is to come. Um, so we have to be often content just to live and, and live with the mystery of the revelation or the vision or the calling, you know, that God has uh, uh, given us. So, and yeah, we don't always understand what's going on, but we, we just have to be willing to say, yes, Father, I am going to go. And the disciples were like, yes, Lord, (laughs) we are going to go, you know, over to the other side of of the lake. Um, So so let's carry on. It said, so they got into into a boat and set out. Um, As they sailed, he fell asleep. Um, So this was probably a very normal (laughs) human reaction of, you know, Jesus had probably been ministering a lot. He was very tired. He'd been probably foring himself out or they come on a long journey, but they'd been on foot walking around and yeah, it was probably good that he was sleeping. You know, the disciples were initially very happy that he was asleep, <laughs> you know, it's like, no, no, he needs to rest, you know, because he needs all the energy, you know, when we get to the, the, the other side. So, and yeah, verse 23, a, a squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. Um, this is not what the, the disciples were expecting. Eh? And if this was, I was thinking, if this was written um today, it could read something like, you know, Jesus calls us to embark on a particular venture. So, yeah, we we set out. Um, and And then... Yeah, the city of Cape Town was hit by a two- or three-year drought. (laughs) Or um, uh, load shedding started happening, so we couldn't... It was a real challenge to work. Um, We didn't have power some of the time, so we had to study by candlelight or... um, or taxi violence broke out, and so we couldn't get to work because the main roads were all snarled up. You begin to get the idea. Yeah? Jesus embarks, he calls us on this venture, but then, but then our own, the storm that we are experiencing, <laughs> suddenly rocks up. And, yeah, um, the boat feels, often our boat feels like it's being swamped, you know. Sometimes we feel we're in great danger. And uh, verse 24, says the disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're about to drown. We're, we're going to, to drown. And that's such a normal kind of like um, thing for us to do as well. Have you, ever, have you ever been in that place where it's like, Lord, have you seen what's happening here? Yeah? Like Justin's testimony there or Peter's testimony. Like, Lord, have you seen what's actually going on around? Um and you know we're we're about to drown here and you you're you're busy sleeping <laughs> and yeah jesus has the power to calm ev- every storm yeah and and he did calm this storm uh, it says he got up he rebuked the wind and the raging waves and waters the storm subsided and it was calm and so he has the power to calm every storm um but that's not what he's looking for here because the next verse says um, at verse 25, he says, where is your faith? So, it's amazing that this was the main thing that Jesus was in, interested in <laughs> at this, at this, in this place. Um, he, Hebrews 11, verse 6 says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. <laughs> um, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So as hard as as it is sometimes to to have faith that's what Jesus is looking for. That's what he that's what he's building inside each each of us. Amen. So um the last verse says in fear and amazement they asked one another who is this he commands even the winds and the wo- and the waves and they obey him. So it's just it's amazing God has incredible power, you know, but he he is working with us <laughs> to build our faith, and, yeah, he's looking for people who are willing to say, when he says, let's let's embark upon something, you know, let's go over to the other side of the lake, it's like, yes, Lord, let's go, and, yeah, he's looking for, yeah, people I really feel in this season who are willing to say, yes, Lord, I trust you, I'm going with you, like, and, yeah, um, Perhaps knowing that there will be challenges along the way. I don't know anyone whose journey has ever been smooth. Any journey? Any people's journey? Put your hand up because you want come and pray for me at the end. <laughs> yeah? Uh, Crystal, will you? Is that, is that you? No? Okay. Okay. I was about to ask for prayer. Um, so can I suggest that sometimes laugh looks more like walking on water. <laughs> yeah? than actually having, sometimes feeling like there's a firm foundation beneath our feet. And in Matthew 14, uh, verse 28, uh, the, again, the disciples were out on the, on the lake. Jesus comes to them. Uh, he is w- walking on the surface of the lake. Um, and obviously, the disciples got a real fright. <laughs> and, but Peter says, he says in verse 28, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Um, I mean, how stupid can 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 you get, really? <laughs> but in that moment, um, you know, I mean, as in how stupid can you be to think that you could <laughs> walk on water? You know, but in that moment, when he catches sight of Jesus, there's faith. And I really feel that in that moment, you know, when we're asked to walk on water, the only thing he's asking us to do is to look at him. yeah, we just have to look at him. So in verse 29 it says, "You can feel the emotion on it. He says, "Come." and it says, "Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, the only kind of verified encounter in the Bible of someone walking on water. And I've heard a few stories of it happening in our day um, as well. If you've ever read um, uh, "Like a Mighty Wind" by Mel Tari. Um, he's also got some incredible encounters on walking on um, um, uh, rivers, like flooded rivers, to reach uh, villages who are unreached with the gospel. So he walks on rivers in order to go and evangelize. So, and that was over in, I think, in, in, in Indonesia. Um, the groups of Christians set out, and, um, and the devil caused, in their eyes, they saw the devil whipped up a storm, which caused a river to flood, so they couldn't get to the village which was unreached for the lord but they they felt God say step out so they stepped out and the whole group of them walked on the raging torrent across the water and evangelized the village on the other side so yeah so um yeah uh, verse 30 it says when when peter saw the wind he was afraid and began to sink and he cried out lord save me Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And that's almost like what Peter was bringing across in, his, in the word he brought during worship. Um, uh, this is not Jesus kind of a, a, a rebuking Peter. You know, I really feel Jesus was commending Peter. Uh, but he's also drawing more faith out of Peter. He said, you know, you can picture him saying it with a smile on his face. And like, I'm so proud of you. You know, you stepped out. He was the only uh, disciple who who actually stepped out. The rest of them, even after they saw Peter walk on water, the rest of them didn't step out and try. <laughs> um, so so Jesus is so proud of uh, Peter in this moment. But he says, you have little faith. Why did you doubt and really feel? Yeah, that's, yeah, he's wanting, he's wanting Peter to carry on walking, (laughs) you know, Um, and not to stop when he's, even though we see how big the waves are, you know, so often we see the challenges around us. We see the wind, the waves, you know, we see all these things, Um, but, yeah, um, so I really feel that in this season, God's imparting faith, (laughs) yeah, for whatever where he's calling us to um, step out in. Does that make sense? Just turn with me to Hebrews 11. Um, Hebrews 11 is the chapter in which people are commended for their faith. And we can learn so much, actually, just through some of the phrases in this chapter. uh, Verse 8. Hebrews 11, verse 8 says, By faith Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later uh, receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith he made his home in the promised land, like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations, whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, uh, uh, even um, uh, Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who had made the promise. That's an incredible phrase there. She just considered him faithful who had made the promise. You know, that's, that's, Just allow that (laughs) to be imparted into your spirit. Um, So when Jesus says, you know, let's step out. Let's go over to the other side of the lake. Just, yeah, consider him faithful. Who's made that promise? Who's given you that calling? Yeah, consider him faithful. And so from this one man, and he as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. All these people will still living by faith when they died. Uh, they did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to go back. Instead, they were, looking for a, they were, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared a city for them. So, yeah, so consider him faithful, eh? Who has made, who has given you promises. Um, Even though the, yeah, there may be storms (laughs) raging around at times. And he is building faith. I really feel that, you know, he's, that this word is a word in season because he's already building faith in us. And, And that can be through times of testing, yeah? If we feel that our faith is being tested, it's not just because it's being torn down <laughs> or demolished. It's because God is building our faith up. Yeah. Um, some promises we don't get to see. Yeah. They, um, in that verse there, verse 13, all these people were still living by faith when they died. You know, but the key is they were still living by faith. <laughs> so, Yeah. Some things we don't get to walk into necessarily, yeah? But um, maybe our children, spiritual children, um, other people around us, um, our generation, do get to walk in it. Partly, perhaps, because of the prayers that you that you have prayed. But the key is to, God still wants us to have faith for the promises, even up until our last moment, yeah? So... Um, says yeah we are foreigners and strangers on earth um, yeah and we are yeah heaven is our home yeah our spiritual home um, and yeah we're called to st- st- steward what God has given us yeah steward look after that's that's what he's, he calls us to stewardship is just simply being faithful to what God has called us to, to do yeah so what he's called me to do is different from what he's called each one of you to do yeah But he's, yeah, so he's looking for faith. He's looking for us just to be faithful with what he has given us to do. And, yeah, according to the measure of faith, it will be given to each. We each have a measure of faith. So we we can't compare. You know, I can't say, you know, my faith is much bigger than yours, or your faith is much bigger than mine. You know, I, I can't begin to beat myself up because I think my faith is less than your faith. And No, no, it's each of us have been given a measure of faith. Yeah, for what for what God has 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 spoken to us about, and, yeah. Um, so I've got faith for one thing. You've got faith for uh, for for something um, something else. So yeah. So our faithfulness is not judged by our attendance at all the church meetings. Sorry, am I, am I allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't ask Brendan what I if I was allowed to say that. But our faithfulness, yeah, it's not a, uh, judged by, you know, whether we attend every prayer meeting or every, every meeting. But our faithfulness is judged, um, but by the our working in the sphere of influence that God has given us, yeah? or by the measure of faith that he, he has given us. So if we're faithful to that, then that is perfect. Um, the first verse of, the, of that chapter, Hebrews 11, it says, Faith is being sure of what we hope for, and certain of what we do not see. So, yeah, we, you will not see it. <laughs> yeah? You know, we don't get to see that list of in- guidelines, that list of instructions. Um, so, but if you're looking for a... Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we don't get the list of guidelines, but we do get a living relationship with Jesus. Yeah? And so, yeah, that is where our trust lies. Yeah, we have to, we choose, choose to put your trust there, you know, choose to put your trust in in Jesus. There's this amazing, in Matthew 9, just the the previous chapter to the one we were looking at, there are two blind men who, who go to Jesus, and they were... They were calling out to Jesus, uh, "Have mercy on us, Son of David." And this is Matthew 9 verse 28. Um, yeah these blind men were following him, "Have mercy on us, you know, son of David." And Jesus went indoors. He went into a house. <laughs> um, and the blind men came to him uh, and asked him, "Do you, and, and Jesus asked them, "Do you believe that I am able to do this?" Uh, Yes, Lord, they, uh, uh, they said, then he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was, was uh, uh, restored. So it's amazing, you know, according to your faith, let it be done. Like if, um, I just think that's the most incredible example of people who have faith, you know, completely blind. (laughs) And yet they'd heard about Jesus or they'd seen Jesus. You know, and often our circumstances can be, it's almost like we're completely blind, you know, but we have faith. We just have almost like this blind faith in Jesus. And he's, and yeah, his response is incredible. According to your faith, let it be done. So as the Lord is, just allow the Lord in this season to build up your faith, you know, for what he's calling you to. And he'll say to you, according to your faith, it will be done. So my last verse here. Is from Daniel, uh, eleven verse thirty-two. It says, "The people who know their God will do great exploits." Uh, the people who know their God will do great exploits. And this word "know" is—it's. Uh, I heard someone explain this word "know," and the, uh, the the original meaning of that kind of word "know" is kind of experientially knowing. Okay. Um, in the original Greek, it's like those people who experientially know their God <laughs> will do great exploits. So so our role is just to be intimate with our Father. Yeah, just to spend time with Jesus, fall more in love with him, uh, pursue friendship with, with Jesus. Because uh, that's what enables us to walk on the surface of a lake or step out. Yeah, even when wind and waves surround us, when so many obstacles like surround us, you know, we we can actually step out because we consider him faithful who has made the promise. Amen? Amen. Shall we stand? Let's just close our eyes. Yeah, I just feel the lo- just yeah, just want us to pray in small groups in a in a moment. But yeah, the Lord is it's just been a, uh, it's just imparting fresh faith into each and every person here. Father, I thank you that you are so proud of everyone here, Lord. Yeah, you see the faith. You see the way that people are, have stepped out for you, God. Uh, They've believed you at their word, at your word, and they've stepped out. Lord, you are so proud. You're so pleased with people, with everyone here, Lord. But I thank you. You're also calling us higher, Lord. Uh, Cheryl brought a word at the beginning about God calling us higher into a new season, enabling us to go to a different level. So, Father, I thank you that through faith, Lord, we can go to a different level with you. So, I just pray your supernatural impartation, Lord, uh, today of just the deposit of faith in each of our hearts, Lord. Yeah, faith to walk walk on water. Yeah, Faith to just trust you blindly. Just to trust you with what you've said. So just let your presence, uh, yeah, just be, just rest on people so thickly this morning, Jesus. Yeah, I just feel there's, maybe you maybe even a few people here who feel like, like they don't have very much faith at all. And so, Father, we just pray that. Uh, For deposits of faith to be supernatural gifts of faith, deposits of faith to be put into people's hearts right now, Lord. Yeah, for your glory, Jesus. Yeah, Lord, just show people how proud you are of them, Lord. How much you are cheering them on. Thank you, Lord, that you cheer each and every person on, Lord, that you are continuously saying to us, you can do it, I'm I'm with you, I'm for you. Jesus is watching you as you embark, walking on the surface of whatever thing it is you've, he's called you to. So thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Maybe we could just take just two or three minutes. We've only ten, ten to twelve. The bell hasn't rung. <laughs> um, but maybe just for a few minutes, just with maybe twos or threes around you, uh, just like us to pray for, pray for one another, um, just for deposits, fresh deposits of faith. Does that sound alright? Yeah. Good. Let's just take this opportunity to impart, lay hands on one another's shoulders and pray impartation of faith for what, whatever it is. Okay. Amen.